Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome, I'm Alex Anderson. This is episode 19. I'm often asked, so what do you want to do next? And frankly, I never know how to answer that because if I had written the journey that I'm on now, well, I couldn't have. Who would have known that I'd have the opportunity to be doing all the wonderful things in the world of quilting that I am today? So I always just say, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Well, a Let's See What Happens presented itself, and I'm really excited about it. For the next year, I'll be working with McCall's Quilting Magazine. Uh, for six different issues, I'll be doing a little mini article. And it has been really an interesting experience, and frankly, it stretched me in ways that I don't know that I want to be pulled, but I have been, and actually, it's been a very interesting and wonderful exercise. What I have done is I've teamed with Bernina, of America, and we are giving and tackling six different subject matters. And what we found in preparing these little third page um, articles is that, frankly, there wasn't enough space. And so we decided to do a website that I could talk more about the subject matter, and it is BerninaInspirations.com. I will, of course, put it on my website so you can just click through. And there, as we went into each particular subject matter, we found that really the sky was the limit. And then we had the idea of, okay, if there is a website that goes along with the article, how about a podcast? And so six times during the next year, I will do a podcast that specifically relates to the article in the McCall's Magazine. And, you know, this is really cool because if you think about it, five years ago, this couldn't have happened. I mean, we could have done the website, we could have done the magazine, but now we have the podcasting and or online radio show. I'm starting to use that expression more because um, people seem to be able to relate to that a little bit better. But anyways, um, the very first article is about exploring and discovering new quilt ideas. And when you think about it, really, ideas and discovery are all around us if we simply just open our eyes and our imagination to it. Every year, my mom and dad go out to a ranch just outside the city limits of Livermore, and it's a sheep ranch, and they... and. Beginning February, I guess you could say, is prime baby season. They have been doing this for years. And last year, they said, do you want to go out and see all the baby lambs? And I'm like, okay, you know, I don't really have time for this, but yeah, I'll go. And we just took a, oh, I don't know, 10-minute drive out into the country. And there it was, baby lambs everywhere. They are so cute. Now, for those of you who live in a rural situation, this may not be a very big deal, but for city gal like myself, this was really cool. Well, we went up to the house and it's the Foscalina Ranch and they have a maternity ward 
for these baby lambs. And you go into the barn and there are some lambs that are, you know, hours old and some that are a couple days old. And then they get graduated and put out in the field with their mommies. And it's just so wonderful to see this sort of rebirth and and the starting of spring. And I found it very inspiring. And again, I went with my parents this year. Now, I do have to say a sidebar. The wife is a quilter, of course. (laughs) But here is an experience that takes me out of my comfort zone, what I'm used to doing and what I'm used to seeing. This year, mom and dad said, let's drive out to Mount Hamilton. Well, outside Livermore, you can go out this country road, and in some places it's one way. It's about a four-hour drive until you dump into San Jose. But three-quarters of the way through outside of Livermore, there is the observatory. And I've heard about the observatory my whole life. It is a place where astronomers can go and use this incredible telescope. Well, the building itself is, oh, uh, it's very, very old, and it's very, very beautiful. And we went inside of it. The woodwork and the architecture was incredible. I should have taken pictures. I don't know what I was thinking, I did have my digital camera with me, and on the way out, I took pictures that you might want to see on my website that actually had incredible, intense colors of nature. It was when the grass was green, 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 right before it turns to gold. As an aside, you know California is called the Golden State, and I thought it was because of the gold rush. No, it's because of the Golden Hills. But here we were at the observatory, and the architecture provided incredible inspiration for, say, background quilting patterns and things like that. So the upshot is, is periodically, you need to set a date to do something that is different from your daily routine. It will help you joggle your brain a little bit and get you thinking outside of the box. So, And if you don't set a date, I can tell you right now, you won't do it. I know that I will continue to go out and see the baby lambs, so darling, and I'll bet you that year after year, I will take that drive over Mount Hamilton. Another thing you might want to do is take a closer look at things that you use day to day. When I was in college, in my drawing class, one of the exercises they would have you do is say, draw a bicycle. Just a simple line drawing of a bicycle. Well, not the whole thing, but you would take one segment of the bicycle and do like a super duper close-up drawing of it. And what you would find there would be the arc of, say, the wheel with the spokes going into it. And in a sense, it's looking at design through a whole nother set of binoculars. I always found that um, exercise kind of fun. To draw the whole bicycle would be daunting, but to really look at it in a close-up personal way kind of opens your mind to a whole bunch of different ideas. One idea that I did just kind of haphazardly was that when my daughter was born, I drew her hand 
and quilted that into a quilt that my son had done the drawings on. He did this when he was four years old. I'll put a picture of it on my site, but it's a quilt that Joey drew with El Marco, no, El Sharp, yeah, El Marco permanent felt tip pins, and he drew quilt blocks of things that were important to him, and his sister was just out of the oven, so to speak, and she was, oh, I'll bet like a month old, I traced her handprint and on her, the drawing of Adair, I quilted her little handprint. Now I say to you, if there's a baby in your life, any, any baby, trace that baby's footprint, trace that baby's handprint and quilt it into the quilt that you're working on. Now there's an unusual place to get a quilting design off your baby's body parts. <laughs> also, you want to be aware of current trends. I mentioned in an earlier podcast to pull out the ads on Sunday in your Sunday paper and see what the color is. And chances are that is the trend that we're enjoying right now in color. But I'll also go to Target, you know, Target stores, and walk through the different sections. And it's very inspiring to see the colors that are prominent. In the, uh, say, bedding section, you might find the shabby chic soft looks, like what I call the Robin Pandoff look. And then you might find in the home deck area, you might find a whole nother trend emerging. But I find that very inspirational and it does jog my mind with the colors I want to work with. You do want to push beyond beyond your own comfort zone. Every once in a while, I take a class that has nothing to do with quilting. For instance, in the summer, we often go back to Door County, and I believe she's no longer there, but there was a woman there who gave basket weaving classes. I loved taking that class. It was a way to work my fingers in an environment that I was not comfortable in and end up with a product that I would not end up with any other way and basically exposing myself to another art medium. And what's so interesting is that across the board, you know, whether it's woodworking, whether it's basket making, whether it's a cooking class, I think you'll find similarities that play across the board. Also, I do have a degree in art, and I'm very grateful for that. I have considered going back and taking Art 101 or Basic Design just to get a fresh look at the whole thing. Because not only will you be inspired by the teacher and the subject matter, I find working with other artistic people incredibly inspirational. I can remember on Simply Quilts, I was always really excited to see who the new creative team was because while they were working in a different medium, production, still they were very creative people and I found their creativity to be incredibly um, inspirational to me. So see if there isn't a local class at the JC or the state college that you can go and take a classroom that's out of the realm of quilt making because what you learn there will wrap beautifully into what you're doing as you approach your different quilt making projects. Also, I love to look at books. 
I love to collect antique quilt books and I have to, or books of antique quilts, I should say. I have to say that that's kind of an obvious, but whenever I get stumped and don't know what to do with my next creative endeavor, I go through the pictures and think, okay, how could I do this in a fresh contemporary way and still use the um, technique or method that the quilter used, say, a hundred years ago? I have to tell you, that is my favorite way to work. I love looking at antique quilts and, and seeing what I can learn from them and how they can inspire me. You know, it's so much fun when you think about it, and truly the sky's the limit, but here is something that I am going to commit to do starting today, and that is to take time to just daydream, to just be quiet for a minute. No noise, no music, no interruption and see where it takes me. That is going to be really, really hard. And what I might do is go to different areas of my house and sit in those areas. Just take time to let creative energy roll in. Now, I know that you probably have some wonderful ideas on how to uh, approach creativity, or maybe you're kind of stumped right now, but I will say this, that creativity is at the core of our quilt making, as well as inspiration. And so I don't even see it as an indulgence. I don't even see it as a treat. I see it as mandatory <laughs> to grow and expand as quilt makers. So anyways, that is how it's going to work. You'll want to pick up the issue of McCall's Quilt Making. I'll put on my site what the issue is, what the number is. And you are going to want to take advantage of the website that Bernina is putting together. Remember, it is www. BerninaInspirations.com. And of course, check into this radio show that corresponds to it. This is going to be a lot of fun. And wow, think about technology and how far it's gone or come to today. <laughs> and I just wonder where it's going to be two or three years from now. And so anyways, just have a wonderful, creative and inspirational day. Until we meet and we quilters do get around happy creating for more quilting information and inspiration please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com